Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Forever. Falls out on the street, evil rears its head. Get your crazy shake to go and your fried donut bread. Beignets. The villains threaten this sacred place, this downtown shopping mall. We must defend the Lego store and the Splitsville bowling balls. The downtown is near to you. We must protect our AP discount meals. The downtown is near to you. What secrets does the Earl of Sandwich conceal? Boys, boys, my cousin has been taken by evil forces that have inhabited downtown Disney. In order to find them, you will need to thoroughly discuss every aspect of the mall, stores, restaurants, both of the Starbucks. We have 15 daily, very necessary episodes in which to do so. I will be there to guide you and keep your conversations from getting too off topic or boring. The downtown Disney ordeal. Why do we do this to ourselves? Welcome to Podcast the Ride, the downtown Disney ordeal level two, stage two, day five. Is that correct? Uh, yes. Yeah. It has to be correct. All right. You've been, we're back in another one of those grooves, you and I, the audience and us, I mean. Yeah. Uh, you've been hearing us for a lot of days in a row. I hope you've enjoyed the, the inbox overloading and uh, we're going to keep, we're going to keep on blasting. Mm-hmm. Uh, my name is Scott Gardner, joined by Mike Carlson and Jason yep. Sheridan. Yeah. Um, let's, uh, I don't know. Let's get to it. I guess we can, yes. No fun banter up top. Let's just get no. to the thing. Let's just get through. Let's help. Let's yeah. help. Let's not waste time with a bunch of stuff that isn't really anything. No, and it won't happen during the episode. Let's just be all business All about business it. today. That's what we've decided for today's and episode. And meander. And uh, in, in, the, in the service of that, let's uh, summon the sector keeper for one quick sec, and then he'll go uh, back to whatever no good shit he's doing. Uh, sector keeper, where are we heading today? Boys, boys, today's stage contains the Disney Dress Shop, Marzaline's Confectionery, and Catal Restaurant. Good luck, boys! Okay, thus we have landed at the Disney Dress Shop. Uh, Gentlemen... Let's talk dresses. Yes. And you, ha- I think you said, because uh, look, you I looked around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You made a point to go and, and I, you'll tell us what happened mm-hmm. with that. Yeah. Um, but other than that, like this is a fun place where you can uh, buy a dress, a Disney inspired dress. Some not inspired necessarily. Some aren't inspired. <laughs> Some are not as inspired as others is all I'm going to say. It, it is an official Disney store that feels like tr- they're trying to make a buck on Disney bounding, which is dressing like in the style of Disney characters, but not wearing a costume, which you cannot do. And mm-hmm. also trying to make a little bit of a buck off the, uh, you know, the mod cloth style of vintage inspired. A little, yeah, yeah pin up 
uh, yeah. I don't know, burlesque isn't the right word, but it's it's like re- it's all there's it's, a retro, retro. flair. I, I looked you know. at the Mod Cloth website and and read about the company a little, and like they started selling actual vintage stuff, and then they switched to quote vintage inspired stuff. You can even shop by de- like 50s, 60s, 70s through now different styles. Yeah. Right, right, uh, yeah. So all retro flair. It's all big skirts and collars um i mean uh you know we're not gonna we're not wearing these no uh and i don't think that i think you know we probably have a lot of listeners who would wear stuff from this uh from this place i don't think this would be uh i don't think this is Lindsay's style i don't think this is aaron's style hmm yeah probably not i think that i yeah i don't think the bounding specifically i think you have to be a specific type of fan to mm-hmm. be more into it i think maybe the style of dress she would wear i don't want to speak for her but I, I assume the style of dress but maybe not the bo peep jumpsuit and convertible skirt I don't yeah i don't think aaron would wear a, a dress with every toy story character on it and it's not knocking if you want i'm just saying yes i think you're right in in regards to that type of thing Mm -hmm. i think the orange bird dress is kind of cute i wrote down orange bird i think that one is oddly more like the the sort of like the 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 what is that nature of orange bird the fact that it's like a little bit of a deeper reference and it could just be some odd pattern yes it could just be kitsch uh it's very it's funny to me because orange bird is a magic kingdom specific character specific to one uh kind of specific to one quick service uh dessert place that also acted as a promotional item for like the florida orange growers and stuff Mm -hmm. but it has taken on a life of his own and like i have bought an orange bird button on main street in disneyland so it does show Mm -hmm. up in the or they have orange bird like kitchen stuff or pillows Mm -hmm. i feel like shows up in in orange bird uh merch and stuff uh and that's 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 all cool Her embrace of orange bird is cool like yeah. the haunted, they have this haunted mansion. I don't know if this is all the same stuff they have in there, but they have this haunted mansion dress. I feel like that's kind of cool. It's just maybe a bit limited in where you're going to wear it. Is it the wallpaper? Yes. Yeah, I feel like that's it's a truly slam dunk. you wear. It's like buying clothes to wear in the parks. Yeah, I guess yeah. it is really sort of for that lifestyle. Yeah, so in the park, obviously it fits, but like, yeah, this is a hot more of a Halloween time thing mm-hmm. in general. So you can wear it to like Halloween parties. I don't know. Somebody's probably mad at me and we saying wear, you can wear this year round. We wear like Epcot or Country Bear shirts and our yes, daily and this lives, is also so. the the maybe hypocritical nature of what i'm saying even is because like i'm wearing a mickey mouse shirt right now and it's like well just because i'm not willing to wear his little red shorts you think you're so much better like that so i i agree that <laughs> oh please don't start wearing mickey shorts mickey's in little. three months you've justified <laughs> i like them i like the mickey shorts I'm counterpoint my... please start wearing mickey's little red shorts <laughs> you once played mickey in a comedy show and you did not wear I his little, wear red the, little red shorts and i said why are you not wearing his little red shorts and you like i didn't even think about it yeah no do you said um, little every one of these times um, no it's a comedy podcast uh, <laughs> uh, supposedly <laughs> it's really more about rantings and ravings but <laughs> lately so, yeah well this whole thing yeah boy <laughs> what we're doing here is a whole different story uh yeah, yeah, we're gonna so, be ranting and raving on the street uh, by the end of this yeah so if if you do have the bo peep jumpsuit uh that's fine i have 20 mickey shirts <laughs> i have so many mickey shirts the bo peep jumpsuit that feel that does feel like smart tie-in 
she's wearing a jumpsuit in the movie kind of thing. And, well, it's exactly. It looks exactly and like her costume. Jumpsuits are in fashion. Uh, yeah. Now and, um. I like. I don't. I didn't see this in the store. I see it on the website though. Did they have this hatbox ghost satchel? Ooh, because I think this cool. is cool as shit. I like that a well, lot. Well, that's all. Yeah, we should say. I guess. The, yeah, there's other stuff. There's there's purses and backpacks. And, yeah. Uh, some very expensive items. It almost feels like a, like it's easier to get away with kind of a, a more novelty accessory mm. than having the main item be. Yeah, I don't know if that's just my sort of insecurity or not yeah but i know you're saying i mean i i've actually never been the one to cosplay at i've been to many gone to many a convention in my life but i've never really wanted to cosplay Mm -hmm. but it does feel like i would carry a hatbox ghost uh bag with me sure yeah Yeah. that's fun maybe it's like maybe i'm describing like an unwillingness to dive into the water maybe mm-hmm. just just pins and accessories as opposed to just going full tilt all the clothes relate to the obsession and you you own it and you work it yeah i guess maybe the clothes if, if i were to wear the clothes it would be reminding me of like my, i'm like trying to like pretend i'm still normal a normal person with what clothes like you know shorts that don't have mickey's face on it I don't own any shorts that have Mickey. You don't I have don't red have any, shorts with big white buttons. Not yet. Uh, and on my uh, socks, undergarments, no Disney, any of that. That's all. I'm regular. wearing Spider-Man socks as we record. So. He's a Disney prince. Oh, <laughs> my yeah, gosh. Point. Yes. He's a uh, Disney prince. He is again. Okay. Um, I, yeah, well, and also, I think I would feel, uh, you know... As I, I'd love the Epcot aesthetic to an extent that's been described as fetishy. Yeah. If, if I, uh, if I was dating someone who wore on their own volition or insisted on wearing a dress with the spaceship Earth pattern, I think that might be a little beyond the pale. You, th- I was going to say really? you'd be very <laughs> excited. Honestly, I think. I, no, I, I don't know. I think that's a bit much. I think it would depend on what it looked like. Honestly. I think I think of the well. Was that, that dress does exist. That's why I'm saying it. Right. So you're saying yeah. that specific one. That yes, actually feels like pretty because it's a pattern kind of given to me because it is a pattern. It's sure. like a geodesic pattern, and I feel like I've seen it like even in non Disney stuff. But you can't deny that that would be the point where people knowing that I dig Epcot. And then, like, I show up with well, some arm candy wearing the spaceship Earth pattern. And that's the point where somebody goes, oh, all right. Hang I guess on, if, um, buddy. I guess if people knew, oh, I see it. You see, it's interesting because I wonder if people would even know that dress is spaceship Earth unless, like, if, unless they were a nerd. They Can might tell it's it interesting. Can you- this is what you're talking about, right? Yes. I think yeah. so. Yeah, it I don't know. subtle enough. I guess if you frame it in that way. Uh, that it was like, you know, Scott's spaceship Earth thing has gone a little too far. Does he want to have sex with the ball? Yeah, I guess that that framing of it would make sense. But I, honestly, if you were just an average Disney fan who wasn't obsessed with the ball, uh, and you had and you were with a lady who had that dress on, mm-hmm. then perhaps it would be fine. Honestly, now if I made somebody wear the full a full like cloth ball. If you were with no face, Jimmy Stewart in Vertigo, sitting in with uh, Kim Novak in front of like the hairdresser, and you were like, "Oh, make her the ball. You got to make her look like the ball." Silver, and you were like, more silver, more silver, and like you were losing your mind. We go to a hair salon, and then it becomes that hair isn't even in the picture. Yes, <laughs> cover the hair. Cover 
the hair up. That's my Make bad Jimmy Stewart. Make it a geodesic sphere. That foil you put on when you were dyeing her hair. Put the foil back. <laughs> you put just the foil go back. all the way around. Scott, you just love the ball. You don't love me. <laughs> you <laughs> love the ball. Cover, their, cover her mouth. <laughs> yeah, that would be. I, a, oh, I uh, wish you were full of scenes about the history of <laughs> communication mm, and I, later storytelling. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's an issue. All that's right, a problem. so I'll try to avoid this. I don't. But, I don't think I will. Now that being said, uh, look, if we were all being brave, we all should have put on a Disney dress. That's clearly what we should have done. I don't think anyone did it. I would have tried. Sure, could have been done. Uh, probably would have made for a fun photograph. Well, I feel like I'm so hard to shop for menswear in general with my proportions, let alone women's wear. Mm-hmm. So, um, so, th- so look, we didn't cover that base. I did go into the Disney dress shop with my wife, Farron. Uh, mm. There is. Are there things in this store that she could wear and pull off? Absolutely, sure. Uh, hey, even a dr- you know a dress with Mrs. Potts's face on it. Is a lot of fun. Uh, I don't think I could see her wearing it on the town, uh, but just going to go to a movie, going to the art house. Uh, but we wanted to pick something that is the the thing that she would the least wear, right? Um, and I, I, we definitely found it after some consideration. It is very much the case that Aaron would never go out in public dressed fully as Red the Pirate. Oh, interesting. Mm. There's no world that in which... That feels complicated. I thought it was going to be Sally from Nightmare Before Christmas rag dress. <laughs> that that also, feels like a lot. Also not up Aaron's alley. That, that makes the Epcot dress look more subtle. Like, if you consider <laughs> yes, that, yeah. your other option is pirate dress or rag Does dress. the pirate dress come with the hat? I don't know if it comes with the hat, be but true. there is a hat. Right. It might be a separate... I'm sure it's a separate buy... But there's a hat, and Aaron put on the hat, and I think the hat is the point of no return because uh, I, I'm, I have a picture now. Um, the, well, the the clothing is certainly something that Aaron would not wear, but uh, there is no universe in which Aaron goes out in a three corner hat with <laughs> tri- a feather, corner, yes. a three yeah, tri corner hat with a feather on. And one of our taxation is theft rants. <laughs> Um, now she does, of course, you know, she'll, she'll refer to us all in a hearty way as boys whenever we're together, but otherwise does not embody the spirit of red. Uh, come on boys to the wine bar. Uh, I'm going to show you a photograph of Aaron in, in red clothing. I don't think I've ever seen her so humiliated in my life. Um, this is the biggest pout (laughs) That's a tiny hat, honestly. Yes, it's yeah, very that's tiny. Too small. That's <laughs> that these are twice as big. The problem is the hat is too small. That's the problem. Well, that's the only problem. Well, wait. I don't know. I think if you ditch the hat, it just kind of looks like a dress you would wear to a casual wedding, like it a summer like wedding. A, it has like a corset with a but with a big yeah, tie, like, it's a with like a shoelace. From, I can't I'm looking, really I'm looking see. At it okay, here. I didn't sure. see the corset. It's this thing. Uh, yes, that's correct. With the kind of like multiple skirts Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest but let me play devil's advocate here let's see so no that's a good thing Uh, (laughs) that's definitely not a problem Uh, Reese's you did it you stumped this charming devil 
I think, um, I think also, uh, I, is there a pose where she tried to be like, see, see, like she was summoning everybody. Uh, like when red says they want the rum, the men want the rum. I don't think she had it in she her. She didn't want to do recreate the scene. I think wearing it crushed her spirits. I think the hat 80 did 80% of the crushing. <sighs> the hat should be, here's the red walk around performer. The hat needs to be at least this big. You're right. She has a big hat. Cause the tiny hat looks funnier honestly no, yeah no one should wear a tiny hat the tiny hat with it i totally agree looks really funny <laughs> if she had the big hat i don't think i think it would have been worlds better because the mm-hmm. tiny hat makes it look like you're a little doll or something <laughs> the tiny hat i don't know it just it looks makes it more yeah, precious it looks too cartoony you've been, you've been trapped by some some like yeah. demented toy maker who's turning people into toys the indian in the cupboard or something like it's a doll you're a little doll and then you've been frozen but so like, i i can't make a lot of fashion statements in a sweeping way but l- l- tiny tricorner hats out with tiny with the hat, cyclical yeah, for sure nature of fashion i do feel like you know that kind of string tie bodice like does come into <laughs> back into style every now and thinking about like red carpet photos or like going out trends of like the early 2000s mm-hmm. late 90s and stuff i feel like that does pop up every now and then mm-hmm. does so it I have skull does it have skulls on the bottom is that right i mean the Am skulls that? yeah it that kind of pushes yeah, some it's, some skulls and some like black and white drawings of red it's also with this one specifically this does feel like you're going to be maybe uh it's more appropriate at a ren fair Certainly, yes. That sort of I seems like unfair people. The line no between inspired and costume is very thin. Like inspired by the, I drew my inspiration for my outfit from this, and mm-hmm. ver- versus I am wearing a costume of this can be very thin. And I think the Disney dress shop veers, though it is in that um, uh, Disney bound area, and they aren't costume. Mm-hmm. They do still feel costumey to me. And my recommendation to anybody interested in disney bounding is try doing it on your own because it's going to be cheaper it's going to be more creative uh you know do 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 a thrift store run and try Mm. to like because if you can like represent the character with stuff you found and not just fork over a bunch of money into the disney dress shop i think that's more more fun and you'll get a more individualistic uh uh wardrobe that is my yeah because i do think the disney bounding thing was a fan created thing and a fan driven thing and this is Mm -hmm. very much feels like the company trying to make money off the fan driven thing compared to like when Mike and I were down there once and there was like the Dapper Days convention that's all just like fan or fan affiliated companies selling to other fans like that yeah. feels better to me that feels like people taking ownership of of something yeah the positive well, aspect. you don't like the corporate involvement with uh, Disney bounding now that they're sort of making their money on it um I don't know. I think I think it's kind of yeah. It gets a little dicey because yeah, they're they're jacking up the prices. Sure, and like, of course. Um, I don't know. I do think it's more fun when yeah, when you piece it together from thrift shop or people sewing their own stuff. Certainly. I'm always impressed by that. Uh, I have no um, skill in like yeah, clothing yeah, creation. Um, do you think I, I'm trying to think of like a Disney bounding thing I would do? Because I'm looking through it now. Mm-hmm. John Stamos's wife. Who whose name is escaping me at the moment is a pretty uh, notable Instagram Disney bounder, mm-hmm. and he has Disney bounded as Prince Eric. Mm-hmm. Have you seen these photos? No, no. He's just wearing sort of an open white dress shirt and blue pants and a red belt. Yeah. 
So is that it looks what, all right? It looks all right. Yeah. You wouldn't know exactly what he's doing, but obviously in the context of Disney, um, that, yeah, that they're having fun. And he's yeah, the shirt is a little, of course, too open for what I would be wearing. But I could see wearing an outfit similar to this and not and being okay. I don't know that I'm going to do it, but I'm just you, saying. You brought up your chest issue, Jason. I think that's my issue. I don't think I have the chest to pull off, Eric. Yeah. Oh, I see. I'm not. I am not. Uh, you know, I'm no. I'm no Gaston. I don't think yeah, I could be a Jack. Kate, no. Caitlin is John's wife's name. Caitlin, Caitlin McHugh Stamos. Um, I see. I think one of the thing when I when I saw the corporate kind of co-opting of it is like we've been to Comic Con for we've gone to Comic Con a lot. Mike and I. Mike even more than I have. But like Probably, in yeah. ten years, the shift of like. Hey fans, check out fan fandom central. Like it's like, man, we're just a home for fan. This is where the fans come. This is for real fans. It's all the and branding. We're owned by and, yes. uh, NBC Universal Comcast Shine Heart Week Company. You know, <laughs> uh, we're owned. We are owned by the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. So like, do not do your fandom in the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. But like, this is where we get our money from. As opposed to like clubs and like Comic Con was like a in the very early days very DIY and and fan or reader driven mm-hmm. yes and now um, all these corporations have figured out how to exploit the fan to its fullest by yeah. creating the fan community and cultivating it and monetizing and it emailing every other day of like yeah. hey it's it's legion of fans and we got the new we got the hot tip on the jade silent bob reboot funko pot and <laughs> like when i started, too much it's too much when i started high school it was like i was never that insecure about liking comics or whatever but like geek was an insult and then like after a while corporations were like geekdom we've talked i think i we talked about geekdom before or we're going to talk about it i can't remember we were talking about geekdom essentially and it's like it's a word now that's been branded and it's taken what used to be a slam and now made it into like this thing that they can brand yeah and then they can like try to control your fandom so now it's weird it's weird how this thing has flipped around yeah now we're being sold our own Yes. Random. So, like, yeah. all, all being way into something was was uh, is, is not a thing to be years no. ago. It was not cool no, because no. corporations couldn't make money on it. And there's a real <laughs> or they like, could, but they weren't monetizing it. I I feel like there's a very super fit. <laughs> There's a clip Tom Sharpling always plays on the best show of Chris Hardwick stand up, which I've definitely summoned an evil god with that phrase. But like, uh, Chris Hardwick sucks. Um, but there's this clip of him going like, "I love, I'm a nerd. I love comic books. I love sci-fi." And like the examples he gives, it's like, "I like the Star Wars. I like the Lord of the Rings movies." Like, yeah, I like this one billion dollar thing and this other billion dollar thing, and sure, it's just sure. like so gross is it where doesn't he say where are my nerds at where are my nerds at? It's just yeah. like, oh, I, think that's the, I think that's the phrase <laughs> i mean it was already it's already bad 11 before it was clear he was a creep but like jesus how dare uh, you speak ill of clip cup cast member <laughs> chris hardwick um <laughs> hey he was nice then you had a fun time with him then uh, hey different time uh we didn't answer the you know i don't think i've thought about this like who would what's what's like a subtle Disney bound we could pull up maybe we have to pose it to the audience hey audience dress us up yes what, what so can we sure. and I don't even mean Great. like jokey what do you, right. what could we like casually uh, pull off yeah that's because obviously we could all put on Donald Duck sailor suits all day <sighs> oh my gosh yeah and that, do, and do yeah, I mean, because like the big, the big five, goofy. I mean, I could wear a vest and like a pants, pants with a patch on it. Mm. 
but I can wear his hat. Have you considered little red shorts? Uh, I have. Uh, a oh, couple okay, minutes great, ago, I considered great. little red shorts. Yeah. <laughs> good, good. So that's what, on the table. Would, I'm just trying to, like, what fits with your, what's, well, we, I don't know. Who We both wear, like, floral shirts and I like floral shirts. Polos. Pete, I mean, what about Pete from Goof Troop? Does he, does, I feel like he wears fun stuff. Let me see. There's fun stuff. I could be wrong. Let me see. I don't want to be Pete. Pete. Oh, Pete's the dad, and Goof. He's just a goofy no, dad. He wears like polos. Oh no, he wears the he wears like a dress shirt with a tie. I mean, that's an easy. Honestly, that's not what I was thinking of. I'm thinking of a different character. Max is easy. Max is like ninety. But like this is like Pete. If I was Pete bounding, I would wear like a. That's a that's a look I could pull off. I don't exactly look like Pete in st- I mean, not his Pete's size. Body, we should all pull off different Petes. Uh you yeah. Well, you're, you're Steamboat Willie, Pete. Yeah. Right. The different looks of Pete over the years. <laughs> that should be a whole collection, the Pete collection. Yeah. Uh, like the John collection we were talking about earlier. Yeah, episode. yeah. Could I pull off like a casual cosplay of Dr. Nigel Channing? Oh, that's a good interesting. one. Yeah, I shrunk yeah. the audience. Anything with a suit, like I feel like, could be cobbled together. Mm-hmm. I feel like even Dreamfinder, if you if you get big well, he's, colors. Yeah. There's he's a sexy, like a, a, a bright... Uh, like shirts, tie, suit. Like, mm. I feel like you could color you know, block that Jason, pretty easy. You know what you would do? You would do well? The Drake Mallard Darkwing Ducks Alter Ego cosplay. The sweater vest and oh, the dress sure. shirt. Oh, yeah. yeah. You could pull that off. And I think that would, no one would bat an eye. I See, this is the kind of thing I like. Because I don't know that you're going to walk into Disney and even some of your more hardcore fans are going to go, Drake Mallard, Darkwing Duck's alter ego. But if you're wearing this, it's like, th- that's my type of costume. I'm, I'm, I like an obscure thing. Gadget. Jumpsuits and style. Gadget sure. from Rescue Range. That's a real easy one. That's very easy, but you'll, that's yeah. right on the nose. Yeah. Like, people will go, oh, Gadget, because you have the goggles. Oh, Chip and Dale. Yeah, Rescue maybe Rangers. Dale. Leather jackets, Hawaiian shirts. Yeah, Dale. Know? Dale would be cool. Mm-hmm. No pants. <laughs> walking into disneyland with a white shirt and no pants uh-huh. well if you have any ideas for us let us know uh um but i you know i did try on a little i did try on a little something uh i i threw on a uh pink uh pink sparkly mickey ears and a pink sparkly mickey ear probably mini ear backpack and with a bow uh i i think i'm working it here what do y'all think Oh yeah, sure. I mean, that's pulling a good it pose. off. What's the backpack? I can't see that far. Oh, it's you know, it's it's pink and sparkly. There's a bow on it. Oh, yeah. those backpacks I like are that they're backpack, really. Honestly. Um, My shirt was pink too. What company is that? Um, is it Dooney and Bork or is it the other one? There's one. Be. It's a it's handwriting. What uh, backpack uh, company has friend of the a... show Carly Wiesel had been posting a bunch of they've they've like there's a line of these tiny backpacks now of like mm-hmm. a bunch of different stuff. Well, I didn't buy them. Let me know if you They're think pricey. I should. They're pricey. That Dooney and Bork stuff, those purses are really pricey. Sure. Yeah. Yes. Uh, well, this is one of the stores where Heidi Klum is selling uh, $600 Minnie Mouse ears. Oh. oh with oh. 150 sparkling Swarovski crystals. Yes. Uh, those are, it's probably sold out by the time this is coming out. But as we speak, uh, I, be- I believe actually yesterday as we recorded this, she was like at downtown, at the Disney dress shop, uh, signing I, these, taking photos, something. Yeah, I did see that. $600 seems like a lot. Yeah, it's more than, I wonder if they really had, how many people went down for that, for the Heidi Klum $600 ears? Um, all the seal st- stands out there. Mm-hmm. Is that, that's correct, right? They're not married anymore, though. Oh, then no. they went down to yell at her. 
Yeah. Um, I don't think. I, don't. I hope they're on good terms. I think they have kids. They do have kids. Mm. I seem to know a lot. Um, that's what I got about the Disney dress shop. Great. Uh, Marceline's Confectionary. Marceline's Confectionary. Uh, you know, I'm a fan. You know, I stand. Uh, uh, yeah, Marceline's Confectionary, it's kind of like the uh, candy restaurants you'd find on Buena Vista Street I mean, or Main Street. Um, almost exactly the same almost exact inventory. Same offerings, same uh, picture windows where you can watch them make stuff. Um, it's very uh, much more of a minimalist design, uh, mm-hmm. named after Marceline Mazora. Where uh, Walt lived Missouri. as a young child. Uh-huh. That's what they say there. Uh, yeah. They say Missouri. I like it. Uh, um, I'm a big fan of what uh, the chocolate-covered peanut butter graham cracker. They used to call it a peanut butter sandwich. I don't yes, know what they I still had, sell it as. I've had that. That is very Delicious. good. Delicious. Um, I like to get the the goofy sour balls as a gift or a big hit. I haven't had the goofy sour balls in years, but I do love a goofy sour Delicious. ball. Uh, I think I've talked before, my favorite candy, and if anyone remembers this, they used to sell plastic containers with the characters' faces on it full of tartan tinies, which were my, some of my favorite candies. And they would have sour balls in those containers. They'd have tartan tinies, both fantastic candies. Um, but they don't carry tartan tinies anymore. Another company is making them. That's a whole other podcast. Yeah, you did find tartan tinies. Yes, very and had excited. had a conversation with a candy store proprietor. Yes, who's like worked at that candy store, owned that for like 25 years. And he's yeah. like, oh, yeah. And he's like, like what? Yes, we have tartan tinies, uh-huh. of course. He's, as high as the eye can see. He sang a song, too, about it. <laughs> uh, he was very My happy. tartan tiny kingdom. <laughs> I was like grabbing hands with him and circling the candy shop. Very small, it's too. It's very narrow. So you're knocking a lot of shit over yeah you're um, the chosen one michael <laughs> it was always you <laughs> uh i went to the tartan tiny factory after that and uh okay so uh, uh marceline's yeah great fun you know what, what i like when we were there the other day they have a take a number like a deli counter right at the entrance like mm, yes it is very efficient i don't think it's really in uh, the theme style of the either Main Street or Buena Vista Street, but uh, you can, uh, it doesn't matter at downtown Disney, they want to get people in and out and on their way. Yeah. Um, I had I had a thought and then I realized I was wrong to think it. And I have a similar thought about the world of Disney. At first I was like, it's kind of a bummer to me that all this stuff is available outside of the park because in some ways you're like oh the special treats are for in the park and there's feeling of like you're yeah. on the main street and you're watching the candy apples but then i realized the park is so goddamn expensive that if you want to go and have some disney magic and your disney magic is buying a nine dollar candy apple that looks like winnie the pooh then that's nice that you can get in down to disney so i made a reversal at first i was going to say like ah, it's kind of it's it's i wish the treats were specific to inside but i was wrong thinking that and i'm glad that this exists here sure and plus if you're staying at the hotels and you change your mind it's like oh, i think i want to go back for that like it's a lot easier to just go downstairs or down the street sure to downtown disney and grab something um but yeah it's exactly the same almost exactly the same treats you can get I, there's a shortbread cookie drizzled with a rainbow uh whatever it is I mean, fun frosting good. great yeah. i've had it twice <laughs> there's a tie in the park i ate uh a tiger tail i'm trying to it was a cheshire cat's tail and i ate it there was marshmallow inside and i ate it yeah um is that that's from good. a candy store yeah they have that at marceline's or a version Ooh, of it that sounds good yeah that's pretty good it's like uh cookie-ish on the outside and a marshmallow inside 
Very I love good. that. And then obviously, this is a great place. I, go, I buy a lot of, uh, you know, uh, holiday. I buy coffee for the family. Or you oh, buy, I've done that. Yeah. You buy, Big there's hit. a tea set and everyone likes that and it's pretty good. And yeah, Marceline's good. That's what I'll say. Good. Catal? Catal. Catal. I, don't have, I think you have the most experience with Catal of all of us. I've, well, I've been there twice. Yes. Uh, I think that's, that's about right. I've had some drinks around there. Um, I've been to Uva a lot more than Catal. They're right. related, but it's confusing because, well, is this maybe where, I think this is the official beginning of, In I've been talking about these unused uh, district names. Yes. And this is the beginning of apparently the wine bar district. Yes. So, now we're talking, um, but I go to Uva a lot more than Catal. We have, of course, separated them into different levels They're to make things yes. as complicated as possible. But they are pretty separate uh, organisms, even though you go to the outdoor Uva bar and it all comes from the indoor kitchen at Catal. I've only been to mm-hmm. Catal twice. I think my general feeling is you're going to get the vibe. You're going to get the... It's, it, all, it all seems good. It's good food. But right. if you want, you know drinks and mediterranean tinged food but you need to put a little speed on it uva's your place catal's is probably a great place to sit down i've enjoyed the meals i've had there but i don't think i'm ever if you're in the mood for a sit down nice dinner at disney probably you're gonna do napa yes. rose or uh or obviously carthay if you can get an steak s55 or i think it, i think it's maybe trouble because it falls into the nether region of is it it's like pretty good food but you can get better food very close right um it does have some very specific food like i am like if i wasn't so tired last night i was like oh, i wish i kind of want to go to catal because they mm-hmm. have a paella menu okay they have maple leaf duck which wow. I love duck. That's wow. Good. And then they have suckling pig. And I'm like, and they even have a paella with suckling pig. And I'm like, uh, I got to eat at Catal. I got to go to Catal. Paella with suckling pig. It doesn't, I mean. Well, make it down there before the end of the saga and update us. Yeah. I think you need to get some suckling pig before this is all said and done. I, yeah. We can do addendums. Sector Keeper's sure. not here. Rules are off. All yeah. bets are off. So um, we'll pretty, come back to it. We're still pretty early in the saga so i would like to take a minute to get some logistical oh, sorry the ordeal oh, God. It's get, <laughs> and it's it, levels and stages yeah it's early but it's getting to me hashtag um, to keeper cricket wireless severance mm-hmm. uh so just some logistical advice for the listener catal is one of the restaurants that you can validate five hours of downtown disney <laughs> parking catal thank god La brea bakery cafe naples ristorante bar uh, Ralph Brennan's Jazz Kitchen, Splitsville Luxury Lades, and Tortilla Joe's. Why and go to a website when we could read the website to when you? When I can read it. Catal, also one of the restaurants that if you're staying at one of the Disney hotels, you have access to preferred dining reservations, which inc- uh, uh, not just dining, it includes preferred reservations at the Bibbidi Boppity Boutique, Blue Bayou, Carthay Circle Restaurant, Catal, Goofy's Kitchen, La Brea so Bakery, close Cafe, in the alphabet. <laughs> Get to the Z's. <laughs> <laughs> Naples Restaurante E-Bar, uh, uh, Plaza Inn. Every place? Ralph Brennan's Jazz Kitchen, Tortilla Joe's. They set aside some reservations if you are a hotel guest so that you, uh, you know, are, it's a little and Make me wait feature. like a second class citizen? Uh, the look, fuck this? Yeah, if, there's if a class get, system. It's classes. Uh, you get a case of the hunger. It's a perk. It's a perk, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. 
You're about um, to say get a case of the hungries. Get a case of the hungries, you know. <laughs> I heard what you were going for. A case of the yummies. Um, <laughs> case uh, of the yummies. Very helpful if That's I different. have stayed at a hotel and unknowingly the next day there was a run Disney event and everything is a madhouse. Mm-hmm. Did you accidentally get swept up in a run Disney mob? A group no, of people thankfully, running? thankfully, because that's all at like 4, 4 to 6 a.m. in the morning. It's crazy. Hmm. Which um, of us would be the... Well, none of us wanted to run Disney. No, no. I could do a 5K. Whoa, really? It's only a few miles. Said confidently. Mm. I'm, I don't think I'd finish I think fast. The, we've got a volunteer. I think I'd do some speed walking for that. We need someone to review a run Disney. We haven't done that on the podcast <sighs> yet, so I think so. you've just signed and yourself up. Run Dis- run Universal, too. You can run all the parks. The Minion. It's yeah. a Minion run. Run Dollywood. I'm not much of a run. I'm more of like a walker. Brisk well, walker. Wait a minute. You got to run a little bit. That's the I'll whole thing. I'll run a little bit, but you got to pace yourself. So you're going to walk Disney? Why not? It's just, I don't think they fun. put a cap on you. They don't. They're not going to they, come fact, by and yell At you. In fact, there's all these photo stops anyway, so I don't think you're really... It sounds like you're going to walk the racetrack and then I'm take gonna photos. I'm going to briskly walk... <laughs> I, the distance is all right you can still we'll still send you stepped way down from the initial confidence from yeah, a confident like, run to a briskly walk I, I think i could get up to speed in a month to like to walk no to <laughs> to to get a little pep in my step to do to jog to briskly it. walk you have For to prepare 5k 5k or what <laughs> right there's different length tracks I'm sure there is. It just sounds like you don't need like a ton of physical fitness to do what I you're describing. I don't think you do because it's like photo stops every few. Well, like, that's probably accurate. Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, I mean, I think you can. I think it's events. customizable. If you want to do a full marathon or a half marathon, if you want to go for speed. But I think if they're like, if you just want to come and like speed walk a little and then take a picture with um, uh, the Cinderella, the mice. <laughs> All right. Uh, you are welcome to. Mm, that's good. All right. Well, we'll send you. Yeah, that's All my right. cosplay. I'm uh, Jacques. Jacques the mouse. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I haven't worn a lot of cloth, uh, like kind of floppy hats like in my day. But felt? Um, um, now's the time to start. Yeah. Uh, so. so take that anyway, long and short. Know that parking advice. Know that preferred reservation advice. No if way. you're going to visit it. downtown Disney. And hey, if you're really getting that five hours. Pop in the parks for a little bit. They can't find you. <laughs> if you have an annual pass. What a got bad a pass. boy. Um, th- now, I don't have a lot to say. I'm sure you would go to this place and have a nice restaurant. And I think there's some seats where you can see the fireworks. And uh, I'm just more of, more of a fan of Uva uh, uh, than Catal. And especially, I mean, look, we had some rough stuff with the Patina restaurant group a little while ago. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you it's know. another Patina. It's, uh, yeah, with what we've lived through, I don't know, uh, mm-hmm. you know, how much I want to push a, a business into them. Kinda. But, uh, the Gambito family, <laughs> the Patina <laughs> restaurant group. Um, our first boss, I was so rattled. But, so, but there is an event. Uh, I, I was like, there doesn't seem like a lot to talk about. It's just because it all seems nice and uh, good, probably. And there's Held nothing. Hold on. Is until, it an opening day restaurant? I think it is. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Um, well, the font would suggest that. Sure. <laughs> that's a good point. I was saying that's like the, like we, we, we in surveying everything, like, do we talk about this already? That the Catal and Uva Bar font 
is one of the it's one of the most the biggest signs of 2001 of like sloppy <sighs> shitty 2001 because I, there now are some cool aesthetics yeah throughout downtown Disney yeah. different spots fonts, of them. different thoughts on the vertical sign than the horizontal sign yeah. a very 2001 move the new Naples layout and stuff like that's like it very doesn't nice. fit next to this and some of the other new signs for yeah. sure it should this, all be that craftsman state should all fit mm-hmm. in with the with the Grand California Hotel which is what Jason was saying yes or if you have to do something take the world of disney telescope and the, the nephews and put them on top of the catal restaurant at least do that if you're going to make it gaudy like this at least have a giant gaudy telescope with the duck nephews go all the way yeah it's neither here nor there it is so crazy they built this whole district with beautiful craftsmen building behind it made a quarter of it look in that style just extend the craftsman the whole way yeah i think we'd probably be coming in a lot more like that's nice that's nice if everything was craftsman style because mm. it's never really gone out of style the way that they blew up disney springs and just gave it all the same style which is a cool actually thought through new style huh. yeah disney downtown disney is a mishmash and i do no matter how good of a restaurant catal is uh, the it's that that font is what you see that's yes. what's facing the public gross are they doing it piecemeal though in downtown disney because they can issue like they have a lot more structural control in disney springs where like well we can blow it all up at once downtown disney we had to deal with the city of anaheim yeah, uh, that perhaps that but also i wonder if uh the patina group is i wonder if they're figuring out if they're going to keep it this restaurant because stuff's still closing stuff has been closing at a pretty decent clip we're gonna be at the 20 year mark we're gonna be at the 20 yeah. year mark so i the wonder if they're still fig- i'm just wondering yeah if they're figuring yeah. out like we'll put a new concept in mm. or will we just re-update everything that's going on here it feels mm. like with the redo of naples though patina is at least leaving one foot in downtown disney right one like f- i don't think they would redo a whole restaurant and they go like anyway we're out of here <laughs> Probably. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I wonder. Like, this, there's no other Catal restaurant, right? This is the only Catal restaurant. No, no, no. There, there's a ton of Patina restaurants, but, the, but they're right. all they all seem different. Everyone. So maybe, yeah, Patina has a new concept they want to try well, that's out. True. Could still be Patina. Yeah. So there's a possibility. Yeah, there's well, a the po- imagination. Imagination of Joaquim Splashal knows no bounds. Yes, I mean we all wait for Joaquim Splashal for his next concept, and there will be a smoke signal from his apartment window, and then we will know. Mm-hmm. And then maybe Joaquim maybe, has an idea. Maybe Joaquin Joaquim will just say, you know, make the font papyrus. <laughs> He'll just say that it'll be Catal still, but now it'll be papyrus font, not whatever this is. Only one way to make it worse: if there was some font that merged papyrus and Comic Sans into. Maybe he's trying to invent the new font. Oh, we don't get a new. Will that be the font for the Avatar sequels? Uh, mm. In the way that everyone was like, uh, oh, you know, once upon a time in Hollywood, Tarantino clearly poking fun at his reputation for the foot stuff. There's so much of it. If James Cameron dug down of like, oh, you made fun of my papyrus. Well, what if I? Ha ha. James Cam- visionary filmmaker James Cameron is working with visionary chef Joaquin Splashall to craft an all new font that will and, define the 21st century. And designer free agent Johnny I. <laughs> um, I so but then all right so none of this is that fascinating with Catal and we're me- being mean about the font but yes. I'm gonna go out on a positive note with something I don't I feel like it would have come up by now if you guys uh, had found it and I'm delighted to break it to you okay you know that every year at Catal restaurant there is an event called breakfast with Santa no 
Whoa. everyone's dream to have breakfast with Santa Claus. I definitely sure you done sit on his lap. Like that, sure, yeah, like would have milk and cookies with him, but breakfast one day. A year? I think it is one. I don't know. It could be a recurring over a month, and you you sign up for times of it. I'm looking at some website now. Um, let me Tis tell you. go on sale in July. Whoa! Wow! I for oh, you know what they said is that there's a Christmas in July discount. Oh, if you have the foresight to book, right. which we did not this year, so we're gonna have to wait with the masses uh, to get, have our cherished breakfast with Santa. Uh, let me tell you what happens at breakfast with Santa. Adults are welcome to sip on bottomless mimosas. I'm in. Mm. While little ones are treated to a cookies, little ones or grown podcasters are treated to a cookies and milk station mm-hmm. and steaming cups of hot chocolate from the cocoa cart. Hot it's cocoa the- cart, it says. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. Hot cocoa. It's a living <laughs> polar express. Uh, after they share their Christmas wishes with Santa, he will gift every child with a stuffed animal and a personalized stuff. Talking. Wow. Guests can make reservation today to enjoy this beloved Yuletide tradition that is sure to put a smile on every child's face and make memories that will last a lifetime. I want wow. Santa to come out with the big papaya pan. Like, that's what I... I want him to come out. Did someone order papaya with suckling pig? I think I know. I think there's a you good boy. There, little older, you there, little older boy. <laughs> I have something for you. I hear you've been very good this year. I any, uh, uh, Many good podcast episodes. Is there... What would you like? Perhaps something suckling? Yes, that's right. Would a pig do? With some spice rice with saffron i'd love that <laughs> i don't know if you've been that good oh, okay you oh. have <laughs> where's the little boy who enjoys duck <laughs> which one of you is here blitzen get out of here <laughs> stab your antlers into that tray and bring this boy some suckling big forthwith <laughs> jason with all meat christmas meats <laughs> we gotta go santa see santa then mm-hmm we have to it's it looks like it's like the 7th of december through the 23rd 24th oh it's all month long yeah so it's at least yeah three weeks wow um wow i didn't know i knew i, I it's interesting because you find different stuff like i didn't know up until a couple of years that they did thanksgiving every year at the disneyland hotel which we did which we really enjoyed so they do have these little weird uh, holiday celebrations uh, in different spots. Mm. And we did we did Easter at Storytellers, which I was hoping was going to be this fun thing where everyone was dressed up adequately in Easter clothes, like all the characters, that is. And they were just wearing their safari gear like it was a normal buffet. And that was a bit of a bummer. Mm. But no the, bonnets? I wanted bonnets. I wanted like Easter suits. Your Easter finery. Easter finery, yes. But it was Thanksgiving. We were Thanksgiving, and uh, the characters were dressed up in some different... Cl- Minnie had her apron because she's making the food we were all eating. Yeah. It was fantastic. Minnie cooked for you? She cooked, yes. The country bears, of course, they were in the regular clothes. Yeah, that's different. The cousins from the old from the holler, you know, they're just coming. <laughs> they're bringing some shine and yeah. their, their music, their beautiful music. They dressed up in their fancy clothes then they wouldn't be being themselves right i guess henry has a dicky and <laughs> bow tie and top hat he is the master of ceremonies yeah that's true also a good cosplay potentially or not Ooh. a cosplay but a mm. uh, a disney band a country bear disney band is maybe your best bet yeah it's a vest a lot of vests but not a tiny teddy bear hat mm, no a that big would, one maybe. a big one yeah full bonnet yes mm-hmm 
uh, sunbonnet, like the sunbonnet trio. I guess the answer is that we all need sunbonnet trio bonnets. Yeah. Not okay. currently available at the Disney dress shop. And the country bears are going away a lot uh, in a lot of places, and I'm worried they're going away in Florida. So this is going to be there. We're not going to see any of this in the Disney dress shop. We're not going to see, I feel, maybe in Japan because they're very popular there still. Yeah. So we'll get our bonnets in Japan. Um, well, did we make it? I think we got it. I think, oh my God, I think we survived level two, stage two, and oh my God, it's materializing. There's, there's the sector keeper's item that he's given us to put in the inventory. Oh my God. It's a pink sparkly backpack filled with suckling pig. Hey. <laughs> Neat. Whoa. Well, we so if we need take it on the strength. Go. Something yep. for Scott, something for Jason. Protein. <laughs> um, I'll, wear, I'll put it over one shoulder and you can just eat straight out of it. Mm-hmm. Follow closely behind me. That you didn't have to weird. tell him twice. <laughs> suckle that suckling pig. He'll eat suckling pig out of a backpack. Oh, uh, wow. That's like two items in one. So I th- but yeah. hey, thank you, Sector Keeper. Thanks so much. And we will repay you by finding that level keeper and uh, and, and saving him. So uh, everybody listening, make sure uh, you, uh, you, you, you survived uh, uh, Pagus Red Denton and Disney Ordeal. Hashtag DDO. Uh, hashtag... Uh, save the level keeper and uh, keep following us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and for three bonus episodes a month, go to patreon.com slash podcast the ride. Back for day six tomorrow. Are we excited about day six? Oh, very, yes. Well, it's another boss day, so we gotta. Oh, no! We need some suckling pig strength. Um, We got, but hey, there's, you know, this, this fun snacks coming up. And maybe some relaxing footwear. Great. So uh, join us tomorrow. Bye. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Mike Carlson, Jason Sheridan, Scott Gardner, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.